0: Welcome back to the Hoth Hangout podcast. We hope you're having a fantastic morning, day, or evening, wherever you are. Thanks so much for joining us. If you are not yet subscribed to the Hoth Hangout channel over on YouTube, definitely check us out there and over on all the social medias at Hoth Hangout, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. You can check us out on those platforms. And for all of you audio podcast listeners, we are available on Spotify, Apple, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Joey, what's going on, man? How are you what's,
1: doing? What's going on? We are a day late here. Um, we are, we are. But, but um, we are. I'm glad to be back here. Uh, had a lot of fun actually doing what you know, watching Kenobi. Spoiler alert! That's what we're gonna be talking about today. Uh, rewatching Kenobi in honor of its the the one year anniversary of its release um, within the past couple of weeks here. So uh, it was a good time. Uh, watching it, I'm 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 actually pretty excited to talk about it today.
0: I am too. Something that is not like I guess integral to what we're talking about Kenobi with today, but something that I felt just watching it, I guess to sort of tease what we'll be talking about. I just feel like it took so long to watch this show when it was coming out. And it was all it's only six episodes. Mm-hmm. And so I just binged all of it. You know what I mean? And it was just right. like boom. It's the whole thing is only what, like three and a half hours, maybe? Something like, something. like that.
1: Yeah.
0: So not not too bad of a watch. If anyone is uh, looking to do a rewatch, highly recommend. Uh, but yeah, that's what we'll be discussing, breaking down, and talking about today, one year removed from the premiere of the show. But before we talk about Kenobi, we've got a little bit of Star Wars news, as we typically like to do on the pod, uh, discuss the current events in the world of Star Wars. And uh, we got a big one, Joey. We got a big one. Ahsoka news.
1: We we did it. We just had to wait long enough.
0: I uh, I was really grateful because, as you know, I'll be gone for a portion of the beginning of August. And so I was like, please don't come out while I'm out of the country. Please don't come out while I'm out of the country. Oh,
1: you're going to be out of the country. I didn't even know that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'll be I'll be out of the country from like basically the first week of August. So. Oh, OK. So I get back like on the seventh or eighth, I want to say something like right, that. Right. I was like, as long as it's not the first week of August. Well,
1: you know, I'm we chillin'. could just get you a VPN and then you could, you know, log in. <laughs> No, that's the the place I'm
0: saying doesn't even have internet. So I was like, "Well, that's uh, a little bit." I was gonna gonna be in trouble if it came up to avoid spoilers for a week. Well, (laughs) it'd
1: be pretty easy if you don't have internet. So, yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but the date was officially released for Ahsoka August 23rd, being that day. What day of the the week is that? Do we know? That's a great question.
1: I don't know. I'll take a look while you're talking.
0: All right, uh, August 23rd being the premiere date for Ahsoka long-awaited date has finally been released we knew it was going to be in august but um now we have the date and probably at 3 a.m eastern 12 midnight Pacific. if i had to imagine the release time for those of you that are can't wait until like the next morning to watch it sort of fans as I, I am admittedly that way sometimes. And it's,
1: it's, and once again, it's on Wednesday. So it fits in right with our <laughs>
0: hangout schedules on Thursdays. Nice. nice, nice. <laughs> so we can expect that we'll watch it together either late Wednesday or, well, depending on your perspective of what's late and what's right, early. Yeah. <laughs> either like at 2 a.m. on Wednesday or sometime on Wednesday. And then uh, have that video be released either Wednesday evening or Thursday morning. We might do a reaction and an episode yeah, on like it. What, I imagine. Kind of
1: like what we used to do back in... Remember when right. we used to watch shows? When like we every still had <laughs> Star
0: <Wars> content? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy.
1: It's coming soon. It's, it's coming, coming soon. I'm
0: excited. Yeah. We are uh, officially like two and a half months away from the release of Ahsoka. And uh, I'm excited. Along with the announcement of the release date for Ahsoka, we also got the covers of Empire. Two different covers of Empire Magazine released uh and i guess this is also full disclosure uh producer gibbo had to go into work early today so joey and i are throwing it back to sort of the old school style of podcast where we don't have the rotating images on screen as we're recording and we're kind of referencing stuff outside of how we normally would so maybe they'll be put in in post uh so you may be seeing it if you're watching the video version of the podcast Uh, but these two magazine covers one of them the first one the image of Ahsoka with the two lightsabers just quintessentially the reason I I love that character so much. It's just <laughs> yeah. awesome. Uh, and then the second cover of which, kind of being the more ominous one, with the, the silhouette of the Thrawn uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: head kind of looming over Ahsoka as we know him to be the main villain and antagonist of the Ahsoka series.
1: Now let me ask you this: that second one, are you feeling in the background a little world between worlds action there with the oh. uh, with the um. The spheres around there and stuff. That's kind of how. That's kind of what I'm feeling
0: when I see when I see a little bit of that. I can see that. I can see it. That's also something that I would assume we'll be talking about a lot as we're watching Mm -hmm. Ahsoka. Is how much are they going to play into that rebels style or that rebels storyline? Because I think I I would like them to explore it, but I think a lot of fans of any show or any uh you know any big Multi market thing like Star Wars, when it starts to tiptoe into like time travel territory, mm-hmm. you're like, ah, don't mess it up, please. <laughs> yeah, right, right.
1: But I think that so. I think they will get into some more Rebels lore there. I mean, obviously they bring in Hera, you bring in Sabine, mm-hmm. um, so you know, and and you know, there there was a photo that uh, kind of was going around with Sabine with the short hair, and then mm-hmm. Ahsoka with the with the uh I think if it's gray or if it's a white kind of uh tunic or outfit in in the Yeah. Uh so that's very much like how Rebels ended um with with right. that, those kinds, those kinds of looks cuz you see later on that Sabine has like the longer hair um so at some point in the show so you would assume it just kind of grows out from from that point in time at the end of Rebels.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we we got a new trailer recently too. Did you watch that? By yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah, and I think that was the one that was shown at Celebration or like the the snippets yes. that were. That's my uh, understanding that, that yeah. we that we hadn't seen particularly the scenes with Sabine with the lightsaber, right? would um, which we believe is Ezra's lightsaber, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so
0: and, and we know we're going to be seeing I, I can't at wait. least a hologram of Ezra in right, the ship. Yes. I hope he surprises us and he's actually like. There and there,
1: there, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I can't wait. I'm so excited for that show. Do we know how many episodes that is?
0: Uh I can't remember if that's been officially announced or not. I want to say eight.
1: I wonder if it can... will be in the, the Empire uh magazine, which actually as of this recording came out today. So hopefully uh True. we'll yes. be able to actually find it this time. Last time I was trying to find some Empire magazines, <laughs> I couldn't find any. So hopefully we could be able to pick it up this time. It
0: it is eight episodes. The premiere being on the 23rd of August, the finale being on the 11th of October. Cool.
1: Any run times yet?
0: No, I didn't see run times. Okay. But They're 10 minutes shorts. They... Yeah. <laughs> if they give us like some 38 minute run times, I'm going to be a little bit salty. <laughs> I need at least 50 minutes per episode yeah, Star yeah. Wars. They, you... all... I know all the Disney execs are listening, right? Now. Yeah.
1: They seem to be like up and like all over the place with like run times. It's never like every episode is... Yeah, which is interesting. Right. I mean, it's I, I've never really and seen any other shows do that.
0: Right. I and mean, I mean, that could even kind of be a transition into Obi-Wan, too, because that's how mm-hmm. some of, like the first episode of Obi-Wan. Granted, there's like the montage at the beginning is what, like 50, 53, 54 mm-hmm. minutes. Right, yes. And I clicked on that first episode to do our rewatch. And I was like, dang, that's longer than I remember. And then there's a certain episode in there. that's like 32 minutes or something. Yeah. I'm right. like, oh, OK. Yeah. Oh. Sounds about right. Yeah. So, anyways, to wrap up the Ahsoka stuff, uh, premieres officially now. We know on August twenty third, we will definitely be doing a uh, a watch. Uh, what do you? What are we calling it? Not a recap. A a, a what? Reaction. Uh, a reaction. Reaction. Thank you. Reaction. 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 <laughs> a, a reaction, kind of not full podcast episode, but sort of like a condensed reaction of the episode, and then probably doing a podcast about the premiere as well. Uh, and depending upon the show, I mean, this is the show that I'm probably most excited for. Something that Joey and I will have to discuss on whether we're going to do a reaction every week or not. But right. there, uh, there is a potential for that. So stay tuned and maybe that'll that'll uh, come to fruition. Well, uh, having become very excited about all the Ahsoka news in the midst of last week, while we were doing our Obi-Wan Kenobi rewatch, um, I would say between both of those things, I just, I just had a generally pretty good week last week. <laughs> um, I, had, I forgot how much... In my memory... Okay, let me just say this. Because I think this is important to discuss going into Kenobi. I think fans were very... I don't even know if split is the right word. I think a lot of fans came away from Kenobi particularly not satisfied with the show. But I didn't have that same sentiment when I did my rewatch. And maybe I did on my first watch through. But I don't know. Did you have any of that on either watch through? Either the first time or this one that we just did? So I
1: think going into this one, I was really wondering, like, is this a rewatchable show? Like, that's what I was, you know, if because the big reveals were, you know, Third Sister Riva was actually Youngling. And you kind of know that already. And you're just like. You're kind of like watching it, knowing this entire time. You're like, "Is it still yeah. pretty captivating?" Like you figure it out next to do
0: and you're like, right, uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly." And even like, um, you know, the uh, one thing I really did forget about was the chemistry between, um, Obi Wan and Leia. The, the you know That's their nice. they how like well they work together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get into like you know each of these characters here in a bit, but. I think that that's that's what really that's something that I really don't remember as much. Um, obviously, that being the 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 big storyline, and but I do what I do remember is kind of going into this um, thinking, well, this is going to be a story about Obi Wan on Tatooine the entire time, and it's going to be like how he protected Luke and everything like that. So that's kind of what where I thought this was going, but then mm-hmm. they completely flipped it on it on its its head and said, no, we're going to, you know, see how he is with Leia instead. So I thought that was seeing it now from that viewpoint. I'm like, oh, that was really smart of them. I think that's, that's, it was really smart of them to, to go into
0: that area because that's, I don't think anybody was expecting that. Yeah. I, I think I I have conflicting thoughts on that actually, because their chemistry is easily the, like the best part of this show, I would say. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, as much as we all love to watch like the Kenobi versus Vader, you know, mm-hmm. like battles and like that interaction between Master and Apprentice, the the most surprising element of Kenobi, the show is is the fact that I don't know how old she was when it was filmed, like 10, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a bad assessment. I think of... she's
1: t- she's actually 10 now, I think. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, I think she's 10, either oh, probably 10 or like... 11,
1: 10 or 11 now, I think.
0: OK, so like eight or nine when the, probably yeah, eight yeah. when this was filmed like she's she's out there acting like she's a seasoned actor, you know what I mean and yeah, and while I don't have particularly strong feelings about some of the scenes that she is involved with in the show like as an as an eight year old acting in like this main line disney show she she like blew me away both the first time yeah. I watched it and on my rewatch
1: right and one so, thing i I, I did want to mention too is the directing of it. Um, and writing for it because they showed some like actual real emotions for a kid. Like you don't, you know, yeah. if you think about it, if you're if you're an adult, you're writing for adults for the most part. You don't think about like what's a kid going through right now. There was a part where she was like missing home, <laughs> like yes. she was like she was homesick and things like that. I'm like, that makes sense. You know, it it doesn't always have to be like this brave warrior, you know, child. You know, she could have like real emotions as a little kid. So I, I thought that that was really really cool that they you know that they wrote those particular scenes for her um yeah and uh yeah so I, yeah at the great cast great casting on her i thought that was really well well done and she just did a great job
0: yeah remind me okay so remind me to talk about this the specific scene in episode two okay uh because i just wanted to briefly touch on just the beginning of the show in general. And then I want to come back to the to talking about Leia as well. Um, okay, wait. So hold I, on one second. Yes. I have
1: to wait. Something came up with my wife. <laughs> Quick, so I have to step away for a second.
0: No, you're fine. This is going to okay. be a cut in the podcast. This, a we'll this come is a back. cut right here. <laughs> and we're back from our short <laughs> break. We need to get like sponsors or something for the That's podcast. Right, yes. That'll be where we insert them in the future. Yeah. Uh, yeah
1: get HelloFresh here. HelloFresh. Yes. <laughs>
0: Use code HOTHANGOUT. That's right. <laughs> um. Before we, uh, before we stop for a second, we were just about to discuss the uh, the cool montage at the beginning of the first episode of the show, which I had completely forgotten was even a part of the episode. Mm-hmm. So I think what that does well is that, you know, if you were like, happen to be someone out there who had like never seen the prequels or anything like that, and you're like, who's this, you know, who's this Anakin and Obi-Wan guy? that are that are being, that are the uh, main characters of, of Kenobi. It kind of provides that backstory all the way from, there's a lot more from episode one than I remember there being. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I enjoyed that foundational point, especially as someone who probably enjoys the prequels more than the average Star Wars fan. I was like, ah, oh, this is nice to kind of like have this all just be, even if you know it, whether you know it or you don't know it, it's a nice refresher or an introduction mm-hmm. into the show if you don't know it. So right. I appreciated that even the Qui-Gon tease that was in the,
1: <laughs>
0: and then like does not fully come to fruition till later, but we can talk about that later. Um, last thing I wanted to say on episode one, just as a standalone thing, what did you think of the order 66 scene? Cause I, I had almost forgot about that too. Yeah.
1: I mean, cause it, it opens with that, right? Is that is it yeah. opens with that, that part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think that was really, really cool to see, you know, what we come to find is like young Reva, you know, In there, Uh, and just seeing that because we we don't see anything from the prequels of actually kind of what happens. We well, we I guess we do we do we did see our select Jedi, um, unfortunately get get offed by you know Order sixty six, but to see even more like just to see more of that stuff is just I don't want to say cool because it's kind of weird to say it's cool to see a Jedi being you know, but it's definitely. It's, it's a different perspective on something yeah. we
0: already knew happened.
1: Right, right. To see that and I mean and, and we've seen it this isn't, you know, this ended up not being the only time that we'll see it now. We saw it from Grogu's uh uh point of view as well in and the Mandalorian. So I mean it's just it, it just seems like this is a we'll we'll be seeing more and more points of view of this particular event in the Star Wars universe.
0: Yeah yeah it seems to be kind of a trend recently with a lot of their shows where they they show order sixty six from mm-hmm. different perspectives of whatever characters or whatever the show's characters are. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a, a fun well, again, I don't know if I should use the word fun, but <laughs> kind of a unique beginning. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll say that so uh, something that we see kind of throughout Nobi and especially throughout shows like Rebels uh, is this inclusion of inquisitors. But mm-hmm. for those of you who are maybe like, don't watch Star Wars TV shows, like, what the heck is an Inquisitor? Um, like, why are there other people with red lightsabers who aren't Sith? Uh, well, this is my 15-second spiel on what an Inquisitor is. So, uh, essentially, these are 15, like seconds. 15 seconds. All right, <laughs> here we go. These are like basically servants of Darth Vader, who most of which were previously light Jedi, who at the time of Order 66 rather than going down with the jedi we're kind of like all right we'll serve the empire instead Uh, and so they're all more or less dark side force users who serve vader and kind of do his bidding and that's sort of where we end up at the beginning of kenobi is there's i guess reva who's the third sister the fifth brother who is actually the one if you have seen star wars rebels um, the one that you see within that show and i think the other one in this show is the is it the fourth sister? I think I fourth, fourth sister is right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't
1: think she shows up in in
0: Rebels though. No, I don't think so. There's I think a the ninth. There's is... a ninth
1: sister in Rebels. I believe. I thought. Right? I thought the oh, ninth one no. was
0: one in the I'm sorry. Star Wars video game. The yes, you're Fallen, right. or, uh uh Fallen Jedi Order. Survivor.
1: Yeah, Fallen Order slash Jedi Survivor. Also, yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, the one in the Rebels, I'm pretty sure is the seventh. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah who's so was
1: voiced by Sarah Michelle, Michelle Geller, I believe. Oh, is that right? I didn't mm-hmm, know that.
0: Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Side uh, side fun fact there.
1: Yeah. For our next trivia. You know. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> I need to improve. <laughs> uh, so so Riva, the third sister, the fifth brother, and the fourth sister, who is kind of not as probably the least important Inquisitor within the Kenobi show. Uh, and then the Grand Inquisitor, of course. So they are all. At this point in time, this is 10 years removed from Revenge of the Sith, but they're still hunting the last remnants of the Jedi. In fact, that's how the first episode opens up. Um, But Reva has this like ambition for still wanting to find Kenobi. Did you feel like this was fleshed out well enough in the show? Um, Not necessarily just in the first episode, but like when it was all said and done, did you feel like Reva's motivations for wanting to find Kenobi felt like backed up enough or justified enough
1: I think I think at its surface it was like it mm-hmm. makes sense um that she would want to find kenobi and kind of in that way where she's kind of angry about it a little bit but yeah but, I get but there but there was also like I I w- it would it made more sense kind of at the end of it where she was more like wanting to get back at Anakin that kind of made right. more sense to me than anything really about kenobi you know right and which if is it, a problem it... i have about the last episode but... <laughs> right would make sense but like i so the kenobi part of it like if if she was looking to find him to team up with him to get anakin then that's where i'm like that makes sense right that that's that is more of but the the way that they portray, portrayed her was very much like just to get Kenobi because ah Kenobi he left us and whatever and I don't know I'm, I'm not I'm not I wasn't really completely sold on that piece um but the fact that she wanted to get Kenobi that makes sense to me in, in some way um they could have been a little bit better I I wouldn't say I was completely satisfied with that and as you're about to say with that last episode I'm like what what why what, what you know like right. what what like, was the point of going after Luke at all?
0: Right. Like, I don't have an issue with where they ended up, and I don't have an issue with where they started. Like, the path she takes to get, like, the whole time she's just driven by hate for him. And you're, and like, at least I, when I was watching the show, both the, mainly the second time, because I've already seen it, I was really examining that. I was like, sure. okay, why is it that she hates him so much? Like, why is it that she's going after him? Why does she want to get to Luke so badly? Mm-hmm. And you know, ultimately it's all because she hates Anakin. Right. Like, because he, you know, slaughtered the well, young. And,
1: and like, was there any indication to her that Luke is Anakin's son? I, I might've missed that because that's a pretty big thing for her to know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. Like, cause, cause the, you would assume that the only reason for me, my assumption was she was going after Luke because she's Anakin's son. I, I may have just made that leap, whatever. Because there's no other real reason for her to go after him, like i, I, I just yeah, I know what you're saying, because like, she I, I she didn't... sees she sees the hollow from from Bale,
0: the mm-hmm. very broken up you know hollow, and she's like, "Which, I'm going to go over there." That's another like kind of i this is really nitpicking at this point, but the way she like figures she'll lure Kenobi out is by going into the archives, seeing, oh, they were connected ten years ago. I'm going to kidnap his daughter and just hope that Kenobi hears about it right, or that he's yeah. even in the same system as this thing yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it worked, but also yeah. like, <laughs> no,
1: I, I think that's, that's where as Star Wars fans were just like,
0: I mean, I guess, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, I could accept yeah. it. I just was in my head. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. I but I,
1: but I mean, all that to say, I, you know, the inquisitors as a whole, just a super cool crew to, to see, because yeah. as you said they're not sith they're dark force you know they're uh, dark force users essentially and i you know to to see that but not also be a sith but kind of also have interesting characters like reva really cuz she's kind of in the she's truly like in the middle cuz she mm-hmm. she couldn't you know do that to children at the same time but you know she'll hunt out jedi and you know so you know i think that she is an interesting character in herself um but and I guess lightsabers don't kill people when they go straight through them <laughs> anymore. Have you
0: have you read about like all the theories why when she, uh, supposedly, kills the Grand Inquisitor and then he comes back two episodes later, like why it doesn't kill him? Mm-mm. So I think his species has more than one heart. Oh, now, I don't know if that's canonically why he survives, mm-hmm. but that is postulated as being gotcha. Perhaps the reason
1: for it. And her, she also has. A second heart, then
0: as well. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know about her. <laughs> Didn't know. Yeah. Uh, I can't explain that one away. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry, Disney.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> other than but, that, I mean, Inquisitor is super cool.
0: Yeah, and, and a note on the Grand Inquisitor too. When that happened in that episode, I think m- me, well, not on my rewatch, obviously, but on our first watch through when it came out, you know, it was like, what? Mm-hmm. I, like the first thing I did was like. When does Kenobi take place? Because, you know, it's yeah, like right. four Rebels. But you're like, wait. How, how? How does is... this happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So either. And do you remember what else was going on at the time when this came out? People were like, oh, maybe this is the first, like, different Grand Inquisitor. <laughs> like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was like a different person. It's like
1: something. the it's like the Snoke version of the Grand Inquisitor. You know, Yeah.
0: <laughs> he does look a little. His face looks a little.
1: Yeah, I wasn't all, a huge fan of long. I wasn't a huge fan of his look, to be honest, in the in the show. He yeah. looks much cooler in Rebels, but I mean it's an animated series, so it's kind of hard to have those aspects of him like seeing super skinny and tall and
0: um sure. but yeah. I mean I think I thought the actor did great. Yeah, I, I didn't have any issues with it. I loved all the Inquisitor. Actually, I think I liked this might be a hot take, but I, I liked Riva as an actor. I just thought the oh, character yeah. was poor, poorly written. Oh, I
1: agree. I absolutely agree. I think there was yeah. there was definitely she did a great job. I just, yeah, there was a little bit more that you wanted from just the, her character, but I think she did really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She brought something it's, different. It's it's the same thing. Like this happens with everything. Basically anything that Disney has produced star Wars wise, almost everything. It feels like there's always at least one character in every show or movie or mm-hmm. fans tend to like just pounce on that character and criticize yeah, yeah. the actor, you know, like, and it's not their fault. Like, yeah, they're, yeah. they're doing a great performance with what they're provided and what they're given. Like, right, yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'll get off my soapbox there. Uh, but <laughs> I agree, though. Any, any more thoughts on the Inquisitors before we kind of... I, I wanted to tie it back into Leia, what we were talking about earlier. Too. Yeah, let's go, let's go back to Leia right now, then. <laughs> okay, Leia. Fantastic child actor in this show. I wish I knew her name off the top of my head.
1: Vivian um, something, I want to say.
0: Vivian? Vivian, like, shout out to you because you I be were wrong. Let's see. <laughs> one of the, yeah, it's like, it's like Joyce. Yeah. Smith. Right. <laughs> uh, Vivian light, Ly- uh, Lyra Blair. Nice. It was Vivian. Shout out to Vivian. What was it? Lila Blair, Lyra, L-Y-A, Lyra Blair, L Y R A. Uh, one of the bright spots of Kenobi, mm-hmm. but also the scenes in which she are, is involved sometimes are like, What? Like, this is Jedi Master Obi Wan Kenobi losing a child, <laughs> and like his, his resort to losing the child is like, Leia, wait, wait, Leia. Like, yeah, 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 come, yeah. On. come on, Obi Wan. Well, like,
1: also remember when she was getting kidnapped, she was zigzagging, breaking ankles on these guys <laughs> yeah,
0: I forgot as that. well. They were, they were, they could not catch her. He's like professional kidnap poacher guys are yeah. just, like having trouble catching an eight year old. But I mean, I can get over that. Again, the actor did an incredible job. Small note on episode two as well. There's a point when Leia and Obi-Wan first meet and he's referring to himself as Ben. And it's after she has noted that he has a lightsaber and she sees this and he says his name is Ben. And you know what her first reaction is? I don't remember hearing this on my first watch through, by the way. I must have missed it on my second. She says, Ben, that's not a Jedi name. (laughs) <laughs> oh yes, yes, I did hear that. And, it, yeah. and in my heart, I was like, "Yes, it is." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I am I'm a sorry, Jedi. Ben.
1: Sorry, Ben. <laughs> no, you're not. We've discussed we've discussed this. Year, That's so right. I guess i was. You're, sort of, yeah. you're more you're closer to Inquisitor, if anything. Yeah,
0: uh, I'll take it. I, I prefer gray, gray Jedi. <laughs> yeah, okay. but I'll I'll take what I can.
1: Yeah, I, and um, you know, we kind of mentioned it before. Just the chemistry she had with gregor, McGregor. Um, like she had a moment there. Where she asked him, like, "Are you are you my real father?" And I'm like, "Oh wow!" Like, and that, that kind of goes to the the writing, right? It's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, she doesn't know who who the um her parent her true parents are, her biological yeah. parents are, and if she has anybody that you know somebody who even mentions her parents, of course she's gonna be like, "Wait, are you my parents?" And you know, so I thought, mm-hmm. um, I thought she did really good, and I was I was very happy and like I said, surprised with
0: even this story going th- down this road. Yeah, I think episode two is also where we meet Haja. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who is, <laughs> I I will be honest. The first time I watched Kenobi, I did not like this character. Okay. I was like, this is trying way too hard to be funny. Yeah, I uh, that. But it grew on me on my second watch through. Yeah. And um, I guess I appreciated his role, more, especially at the end, like when Obi-Wan is like, promise me you'll protect her and get her to Alderon or I can not I think it's Alderon where he uh, says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the swindler kind of cheater jokester turned into a uh, semi-hero towards yeah. the end I guess. Yeah. I I appreciated his role more on the second watch through. Oh, by the way, did you quite catch the uh Quinlan Voss reference? I did. Yes, during the I uh,
1: did not remember that oh, from my Oh, really? First yeah, watch yeah. Through. When yeah. they were going through one of the safe houses and it looks like people would just be writing like little things on the wall. It's on like Quinlan Voss was one of them. Former, mm-hmm. former Jedi.
0: Yeah. I think this is later on after they've escaped to, I believe it was M- Mapuzo. I might be mm-hmm. pronouncing that wrong. The mining planet. Uh, and then there's that gang of stormtroopers that come up on them and, and they're about to get them. And then is it, uh, uh what's her name? Tala. The, mm-hmm imperial officer turned uh ally in that situation mm-hmm. takes them into the the uh the network tunnels or whatever it is and that's where the i want to i want to learn more about quinlan voss i feel like your quinlan voss expertise is very high
1: um i mean it's probably because he was in that one book with with asajj uh, dark disciple dark disciple which
0: have you read yeah. that no but it's oh. on my shelf and <laughs> it is one of
1: the... so good
0: really it's so and he got a little dooku action in there too yeah you got to read that yeah yeah it's it's uh during the clone wars isn't it mm. or no i guess it predates the clone wars Pre- probably uh does it predate i forget where it is in time it's probably but... between one and two if i had to guess yeah but
1: yeah it's a good it's a good one
0: nothing good one or i don't know uh, anyways i guess i have to read it to know that for sure yeah. right
1: i've read it i don't remember but yeah <laughs> yeah quinlan quinlan voss kind of a pretty cool Jedi we should get to know him maybe that's what we should do is like focus on like one Jedi we don't really know about and just like do a deep dive into deep dive on a specific a Jedi specific, like kind of not obscure I would not want to call Quinlan obscure but you know not seen on film too much sure or, yeah
0: um, I mean he's he's definitely a step up from obscure yeah exactly uh obscure Jedi ready Yarl Oof. Oof. yeah there yeah yeah See, you knew who he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you think of Tala in this show? I thought Tala was—I thought Tala was pretty cool.
1: the, uh, you know, I always like those, you know, the people. Uh, my favorite are the spies. You know, the the people who are yes. on the Empire side, but not really on the Empire side. But, but you always wonder, like, are they going to break? Are they going? You know, what's mm-hmm. going to happen to them? Are they going to be the first one out? Um. So I, you know, I really enjoyed her character. And uh, kind of her unfortunate ending there, you know, I just, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, sometimes people don't make it out of Star Wars. We've seen it, but sometimes they do for reasons we don't understand.
0: Yeah. Speaking of the spy scene, one of my, I think the underrated scenes in this show is when Reva confronts her after she's providing Mm -hmm. a distraction for Obi-Wan and Leia to escape. And Reva is like, you're a spy. She's like, of course I am. Yeah. like, what? Yeah, yeah.
1: That's not, that's not (laughs) the normal answer.
0: Right. She plays it off really well. Like, yeah, I've been this Imperial spy, like I've infiltrated their network and I am like now yeah. I'm giving you the information. So does that make her like a like a triple agent? I don't yeah, really know. right. How to well, work, but... and
1: when she said that I'm like, wait, are you playing them too? Like, what's going on? I got like, yeah. a little confused, but no, I think I think I thought she was really good.
0: Yeah. Uh and then a couple other small characters that we wanted to also mention the droids in this show, Lola. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy Lola, although I don't know where I would rank mm-hmm. where Lola would rank on my uh, tier list of favorite droids. Cute little droid, though. Cute little mm-hmm. droid, yeah, and uh, a cute companion to to Leia as well. Ice Cube's son making an appearance, I think, in the last two episodes mm-hmm. of the show. O'Shea
1: Jackson Jr. as Roken.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then Ewan McGregor's uh, daughter Esther. Yeah, making the appearance as who I like to call the, Kenobi version of the Death Sticks the guy. Death right. yeah, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you want to buy some Death Sticks? That's right. <laughs> I, although I think she's trying to sell him spice. Is that sound yeah, right? Yeah, well, spice. Yeah, some different types of spice. What do you think spice? Like, what does that mean in the Star Wars universe? Is that like code for a specific substance? I don't know. <laughs> I think I think it
1: is, but. Yeah, I think we don't want to discuss that on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's what other Star Wars podcasts. Are <laughs> That's <important>. right. <laughs> um, as a whole, though, I think something we haven't touched on yet, and which is probably something that people think of in retrospect, having seen Kenobi as a show, is the dynamic between Obi Wan and Anakin or Vader. Um, how did you feel like the hype of that going into the show before it released for the first time lived up to it and maybe upon your rewatch did that did your same memory of that level of interaction and action between Mm -hmm. master and former apprentice uh live up to what your memory of it was i guess i think
1: well i think the first thing we have to talk about is kind of where obi-wan's at at the beginning of this series you know where he's kind of down on his luck, almost, it feels like, and he's just kind of the everyday man, not a Force yeah. user. Um, it really reminded me of, and I know this may be a hot take, but a little bit of Luke in Last Jedi, where he's just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. not 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 who we remember him to be. Um, but unlike what some people think of The Last Jedi, and <laughs> um, he's able to kind of overcome all of that pretty quickly um, right. and get kind of get back to his you know, his Obi-Wan ways, I mean, for goodness sake, he ends the, the whole entire series with hello there, you know? So, I mean, you know, we we know he's back, right? Um, so, uh, you know, to, to kind of see that arc, he, him kind of getting back into being used to being this, like, incredible Jedi um, was, you know, I think was something to see for sure. Uh, now you, you kind of throw in Vader or Anakin in the middle of it, I really liked, you could tell that they really work well together, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, whether it was in the flashback scene, by the way, great scene, by the way, but hate to say it. I mean, Anakin, you just look too old to be in that, in, in, like, it just didn't make sense. I'm like,
0: to be fair. It's like twenty years later and they're doing Which a splash I
1: totally scene. understand. But look at what they did with Luke in in Boba Fett or whatever. Oh, so you think you know? they should've
0: like like face swapped him? A little bit. Him?
1: You know, not even okay. face swapped, but like they could've aged him down a little bit, yeah. you
0: know. Robert De Niro in uh The Irishman, have you Exactly. Seen that? Yeah, yeah, I have, I have. So just you know, just just a
1: little bit. I mean, we're asking twenty years here. We could have been we could have done it, you know. Yeah, he um, does look really old, and that yeah, scene. yeah, and you know, like he's definitely not a Padawan, you know, right? Um, if if it was like the long hair, Revenge of the Sith, maybe, mm-hmm. um, you might have been able to pull it off, but not not Attack of the Clones. There's no way. There's no way that you that that that's that Anakin. Anyway, I I think they I think they just work really well together. Um, some of the lines that Vader says is like, "I am what you made me," and you know, mm-hmm. just like. There's you so much... didn't kill Anakin
0: Skywalker. Yeah, okay. I, I did. did.
1: Just things like that, you know. It just gives you a little bit more, and I think you and I are are both in this kind of love it when they add to the lore. You know, they add like a little bit more to um kind of their storyline. And that's kind of what I wanted, you know, and to see Obi Wan kind of lay the lay the hammer on him again <laughs> eventually. But I, I will say, um, Anakin got his, you know, Vader got his way back, you know, his way with uh, with Obi Wan dragging him through the fire like that. I was like, ooh, that's that is some revenge right there, <laughs> you know. Um, Would you say it
0: was revenge of the Sith?
1: Interesting, interesting. Maybe, maybe, but I, you know, I think the uh, I think the dynamic was really cool. Um, it was interesting to see like Obi Wan kind of avoid him at first, you know, when they were you know yeah. that first fight. But again, that's away. kind of. Yeah, like that's 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 where he was at, though, you know. Right. He wasn't ready for that, but then he was able to kind of figure out himself again and then go back
0: to fight him. So
1: I thought it was, uh I thought it was very cool. What did you think about the their dynamic?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I love Ewan and Hayden, like ar- arguably, arguably my favorite two mm-hmm. actors from Star Wars, just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, especially Ewan. I just I think they work really well together. I'd be curious to know how much of the in suit uh, Vader yeah. scenes were Hayden Christensen. I think, if I recall, I-, I read at one point when the show came out that I think he actually did do a lot of the in suit scenes. Interesting, which might seem inconsequential, but I-, I, you know, I think it adds to some element of a dynamic between two actors on screen, uh, especially in the last episode, like after his mask gets you know cut, it is a. Uh, it's such a like emotional scene, like you know the lines that we talked about earlier. By the way, one of the favorite this may have been like a Reddit thing originally. It wouldn't surprise me. I think I, I think I've told you this before. So the side of the helmet that Obi Wan like slices and reveals Vader's face is one side, right? And then in Twilight of an Apprentice, for those of you that don't know, that is the episode of Star Wars Rebels where. Uh, ahsoka and vader have this kind of epic lightsaber battle that concludes with ezra pulling ahsoka through the um i always want to say war of the worlds (laughs) i know that's (laughs) not what world between worlds the world between worlds yeah uh but prior to that ahsoka uh, also slices open part of vader's helmet and it's the other half not the half that's from the kenobi show and so there was like a theory that was that had come about that it was like You know, the three most important people to Anakin's redemption, arguably, are Obi-Wan, Ahsoka, and Luke. And that Obi-Wan was able to, like, take off half the helmet but couldn't bring him back. Ahsoka was able to take off half the helmet and couldn't bring him back. But Luke, who, like, actually removes his helmet, is the one that, like, fully brings him back from the dark side. My God, I got the shivers. (laughs) I mean, it's it's, it's pretty cool. And I I don't know if that was, like intended uh, you know in that way no
1: it's in my head canon now it's too late
0: it's head canon i i i pronounce it head canon yeah but anyway, so a little bit of symbolism perhaps with the with the the side they chose to reveal with vader's mm-hmm. face there in the episode but um yeah i just I, I love i love all the dynamics dynamics between vader and kenobi and i think that was the part of me that was kind of I guess, hoping for a second season of the show, but I'm not mad that there's not because Mm -hmm. I think it ended in a way that feels satisfying. Absolutely. I just think it felt like to a lot of fans that were expecting it to be this epic, you know, 12-episode show where there's constantly showdowns between Vader and, and Kenobi. I mean, that's not really what the show is. It's more so about not even Kenobi most of the time, but just like, sometimes supplementary characters like Reva Mm -hmm. and Leia. Right. It's arguably just as much both of their show as It is Obi-Wan's. Oh, absolutely. Right. Uh, So, you know, maybe fans didn't get exactly what they wanted from this show, but nonetheless, I, I'm not complaining about it. And upon watching it a second time, I I would say I I definitely have more of a like for it and, and for sure a greater appreciation too. I would
1: agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. It was just uh, on the second, on the, on the rewatch of it, like I said, going into it, I wasn't sure if I would enjoy it as much because I kind of knew the big spoiler in it, but there was a lot of things, like you said, just I just didn't remember about it. I'm like, oh, that was kind of a cool thing and just seeing how there's like even like little tidbits, like there was uh, the, the actor that plays Roken, who is again Ice Cube's son, he kind of mm-hmm. mentioned that his wife was it sounds like she was a Force-sensitive user. and mm, you know, I didn't catch and, that. Yeah, I- and and the Inquisitors got her. So you're just like, you know, you just you just kind of hear that kind of stuff, and you're just like, oh wow, you know, just because, you know, they're like, oh, what's that storyline? And you know, what you know, just the story of just the Inquisitors in general. And yeah, I think the Inquisitors really do bring a lot of good stories into the into the uh, Star Wars world.
0: I would agree. Which also is a good segue towards the last question I want to ask you about Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, what character or story, if you had to pick anyone from Kenobi, maybe I mean, I guess you could pick Obi-Wan as your answer if you want to. Uh, but what what character or story would you like to see unfold like from the characters in this show if they were to expound upon them in future Star Wars uh, entries?
1: I think it's a pretty obvious one, Reva. Uh I mean mm-hmm. I mean we kind of left her in a in a spot where she's like no longer wants to be a part of Darth Vader's world as an Inquisitor. Um, but obviously she's very powerful, you know, she she is a great user of the force. You can't just yeah. like have that out there and just not want wonder, like, well, wonder what she's doing, you know. Um yeah. but I, I, I yeah, I would love to hear more, even even like as a precursor to this show, like where you know what happened between Order 66 and now with her. I mean that would I, I could see that being a great book, great comic book um i don't know if it would be a full-flesh like tv series but uh i would just love to know about her story
0: yeah i i appreciate the fact that you said that because i think there's a lot of people out there who don't really like her and I, again i don't think it's anything that is well-founded like you right. know i i i think it would do her character a lot of good to have it expounded upon and like us to learn more about her if you had to pick, though, would you rather have something that's post Kenobi or pre Kenobi and learn more about how she turned to the dark side? I
1: think I think if it if I had to pick between the two, I, I'd do post, um, just because you know we have we have an idea of where she ended up after Order sixty six, obviously, you know, as an Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. Um, so to to see where she because I mean as of now there's nothing other you know other references to her. I would love to see her in um, maybe references. Uh, you know, in what's what's the name? Is it Dawn of the Jedi? Is that what the uh the time around yeah. uh the episode the original trilogy is?
0: Is that right around the original trilogy? I forgot the name of the era, like the the rise of the empire. Yeah, so. rise of
1: the empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. So I mean, obviously she was kind of a part of that, but now she's going to be essentially defecting from it. So I'd be interested in mm-hmm. seeing where she ends up.
0: Yeah, I I would I would tend to lean toward that same direction. The other two options that I thought of, um, one, I I don't know how interested I would be in a whole show about this character, but again, it's the characters that are like kind of toe the line that I also am sort of interested in. Um Tala, I really oh, liked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my and second I, one. I would be intrigued. You know, even if it's not a full show to see her like inserted into different shows. Yeah, throughout yeah. future star wars entries I, I hope we get to see her more at least you know pre kenobi uh,
1: <laughs> Yeah, post kenobi would be kind of boring
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh but the other one that i think would be really cool hear me out i want a show that is um maybe 12 episodes oh and each episode is like half an hour long and it's the whole episode is the backstory on a specific Inquisitor.
1: Oh, okay. And the
0: show is called Inquisitors. And every episode is like how the fifth brother came to be the fifth brother. Or how the ninth sister became to mm-hmm. the ninth sister. Like how that, you know, progressed and how that happened. And, and then like how the Grand Inquisitor, even though we have a little bit of an idea, he used to be a Jedi Temple Guard, but how he fully became the Grand Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. I think an Inquisitor show would be so cool. And I, I don't, don't know if that's on the horizon at all. It probably is not. But I
1: don't like I, that you put that in my head. Like, I want that
0: now, too. <laughs> hey, Dizzy, if you're listening, uh, we need an Inquisitor <laughs> show. Right. They've been they've been throwing more Inquisitor stuff in a lot of their that's stuff true. recently. So all the the video games and, of course, mm-hmm. Rebels, but, you know, Kenobi as well. So, And then uh, we'll probably be getting more with Ahsoka, too, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Well, lots of inquisitors on the horizon and hopefully more. We'll we'll see if that ever, uh, that idea ever comes to fruition or yeah. not.
1: Just tweet. Can we tweet Bob Iger? I'm, I'm sure these, yeah, I think, or he'll DM him. Him. I'm sure his DMs are open.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know exactly what time we're at for this episode because we had a short break <laughs> in the middle, but I think we did okay on time. Those of you listening can obviously have a better idea than I do at this point, but um, next week. On the Hoth Hangout podcast, we will be doing a tier list or more or less our rankings of different Star Wars species throughout the galaxy. So uh, (laughs) that's going to be a fun one. I can just see us like next week. We're going to get Ewoks and be like, all right, automatic S tier for the Ewoks.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we should just we'll just put that in already. I mean,
0: yeah, we're starting next week's episode uh, with Ewoks already on the S tier. That's right. Uh, But yeah, be sure to tune in next week to uh, the next episode of the Hoth Hangout podcast, where, as I said, we'll be doing a tier list on those various Star Wars species. The Hoth Hangout podcast is available every Thursday morning, typically. This episode, of course, being released on a Friday, but typically every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. That's 8 a.m. Pacific. And you can catch the podcast in video format over on YouTube, where if you're not subscribed already, definitely hit that subscribe button over there we would appreciate it very much and of course if you're an audio podcast listener that is available on spotify apple or wherever you get your podcasts lastly and uh, finally check us out on all the socials tiktok twitter and instagram at hoth hangout we would love to have you following us over there on those especially instagram where we sometimes post some behind the scenes like pre and post podcast photos where joey and i are taking uh silly selfies as we call them so (laughs) um it's been a fun one, Joey. Any last thoughts or comments on Kenobi? Any excitement about Ahsoka or just anything Star Wars?
1: You did not kill Anakin. <laughs> I killed Anakin. What a
0: good line! <laughs> that is one of the most epic moments in Star Wars in Star Wars history, I will say. So, um, Obi Wan Kenobi still holds up over a year later. We very much enjoyed our rewatches and we encourage you to rewatch it if you haven't yet. Hopefully that's something you'll consider doing after listening to this episode. Uh, Yeah, check out Joey's shirt, by the way, if you're a video (laughs) podcast uh, listener. Uh, By the way, side note, Joey always wears way cooler shirts than I do. So if you're an audio only Hot Hangout listener and you've never watched the video version, uh, just to see Joey's shirts alone is is a reason (laughs) to, to watch the video version of the podcast. So. Uh, We appreciate you guys all, as always, listening to this episode of the Hoth Hangout Podcast. We'll catch you in the next one, where we'll be ranking the Star Wars species, and we hope to see you next time. May the Force be with you.